Secrets to Real Estate Investing, Episode 106. Welcome to the Secrets of Real Estate Investing Show, where you'll learn powerful strategies from top experts to take your investments to the next level. Here's your host and expert real estate investor, Holly McCann. Hi guys, before we start the show today, I am so excited to tell you about my Fast Track to Flipping Masterclass. It's coming up in January of 2019, and I'm gonna share all kinds of wonderful tips, tricks, and secrets to the success of my over 200 house flips that I've done so far. I'm also gonna be introducing my mentoring program that we're gonna start in January. So if you wanna be part of a group, a team, and have a support system in place, and some accountability, because that's what really gets you in action, I know, then go sign up for this masterclass right now at hardhatholly.com forward slash flip. That's hardhatholly.com forward slash flip. Go register and I look forward to seeing you there in January. Hey everyone, welcome to another exciting episode of Secrets to Real Estate Investing. Today we have with us a very experienced investor who I have run into at real estate clubs before and I just really admire his life of financial freedom and his approach to investing and I'm really excited to welcome to the show Andy Teasley. Hi there. Thanks for being here, Andy. Thanks for sharing some of your time. Um, I know your time is very valuable, so thanks. Oh, I think I just got called old, though, but uh, that's all right. <laughs> I, um, I don't think old is the right word, like longtime friend, longtime acquaintance. There we go. Okay, so why don't you start by giving our listeners your background and how you kind of discovered real estate investing and what you've done and how you got to where you are today. Okay, well... I started, like most of us, watching late night TV, and I got, uh, I took the Ion Young Gray seminar back in the 80, 81, somewhere in there, and uh, last I heard, she's out of prison again, which is good news, but uh, typical, started with the guru, ran around like a nut for a few weeks, got burnt out and quit, but always have been interested and sort of started sticking my toe in and, and bought some rentals and, and did a lot of land deals back in the day. Uh, learned a lot about exchanging and trading stuff for stuff. So, and I've been through many cycles. Well, um, do you mind telling us what year you started to give us an idea of, well, to how many cycles you've been through? Like, when did you start? Probably, I started my first, I, you know what, I, you were saying, I, if I could remember my first deal, I just dawned on me, my first deal was an adverse possession play that I did in about 1983. Wow. And that begs the question, what is an adverse possession play? Tell us about that one, if you remember. Sure. Uh, found, I owned an a acre and a quarter. It, that was out in the middle of the country and across the street was an abandoned matching acre and a quarter and did some research, found out the taxes weren't being paid. So I went and paid an attorney to teach me how to do adverse possession and to do adverse possession in California, you have to pay the taxes and conspicuously occupy the property for five years. So that's what I did. I fenced the property. So I was conspicuously 
occupying it. I paid the taxes up and kept paying them. And uh, then the crash happened, so I didn't bother taking title when the time came. So uh, never did co complete that one. But I've since then, I've done adverse possession deals. Hmm, I've never heard of that um, before. So very interesting. Would you recommend it to people still as a technique in today's market and situation? It's a very slow and potentially costly adventure. Uh, you have to you have to do something to occupy the property, fence it, put a sign on it, uh, rent it to somebody, grow a crop on it, do something so you're conspicuously showing up as the owner. You have to pay five years of property taxes, and in California, that can be very costly. And yeah. then you have to sue the person. So. Uh, the last one I did successfully, it took us two years after the five years uh, before the court would finally let us serve the other party by publication because we were not able to find him. Uh, there was some potential that he was no longer on this side of the grass. <laughs> so uh, as Clyde says, he might have gone to heaven. But uh, I was successful and picked up 10 acres for couple thousand dollars in attorney fees and, and eight years of taxes. And what state was that in? California. Oh, that's oh, California still. Okay. I'm a big post-apocalypse bicycle rule guy. My rentals, I can bicycle to all of them. I don't want to own any I can't reach. I made the mistake in 2011. I bought 13 doors in Blythe, which is 90 minutes east of me. And it was a mistake. If I had to have a 15-minute conversation at City Hall, it took a day because I'd go and I'd, I'd have a handful of things I wanted to accomplish, and inevitably, I'd be headed home just about time for the sun to come down, so I had to stop driving and pull over and wait for the sun to finish going down because there's too much of that road where you're driving straight into the sun. So it was just a mistake, and I tell all of my students, I tell everyone that meets me, don't violate the post-apocalypse bicycle rule. If you can't reach it on a bicycle, don't own it. Very interesting. Well, it's funny you bring that up. So for people who are listening that don't know where Blythe is, the only thing I'm really aware that Blythe has in it is um, there's a prison out there, if I'm not mistaken, right? There's a prison, there's solar plants, and I understand they're in the process of building the two largest marijuana grow facilities in the state. I believe you are correct. I have flipped, uh, I think, three or four homes out there, one of them a mobile home. That was one of our early deals. And then right now, my husband is doing a land development project right on the water out there. I think he's doing 30 lots. And when you talk about the time to drive there, it's three and a half hours from where we live on the coast. So it is an all day thing. And he's had to go to city council meetings and gets home at, you know, 11 o'clock at night or later. And I always worry about him driving and falling asleep. But yeah, when you're investing in real estate, consider the location and what you are and are not willing to do. And um, hopefully we, we sell our land um, parcel by parcel in the next few years. But yeah, we're not gonna be able to bicycle to it. No way. If something happens, could I give you, what are you putting on the, what are you putting on the land? Or are you just subdividing and selling? 
I think we're just going to subdivide it and sell it, but we're considering mobile homes and stick-built homes. And just hearing what's going on there, someone there at City Hall t told us that they're going to have, is it 100 or 200 condoized grow facilities, and these managers will all make 100 grand a piece. So we wow. figured there might be some demand for some half million dollar homes, which is what we would like to see eventually there, you know, when we're, when we're done with everything. So another lesson for people listening is know what, how to be in the path of growth and development, know what's going on. We got that before we knew about the marijuana grow facilities. We were just thinking, oh, maybe we can sell a couple a year or three a year to people who want to have land on the water and mm -hmm. who are boaters and want to launch right there. We'll have a boat launch, but um, worked out even better than we thought so far. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Could I give you a suggestion for a better play? Of course. Well, I just did this deal in Thousand Palms where I purchased a mobile home on a lot. So I own the lot and I own the mobile home. Bought for 55, had owed $4,000 in referral fees and closing costs. We put $5,000 into rehabbing the mobile home. Borrowed $30,000 on the lot. Borrowed $30,000 on the mobile home. Sold the mobile home subject to the $30,000 loan for $7,000 down. And we're renting the lot for $510 a month plus a 2% annual escalation on the lease. So if you wrote those down and do the math, you will find it's impossible to calculate my yield because I took money out of escrow. So I have, I have actually made a profit, not counting the income that I'll have off of the, the lease. And my biggest worry about this project is that I won't have enough time with my grandchildren when I finally have some to make sure that they know not to sell the lot when the <laughs> offer comes in after their mother passes away because I can make sure she knows not to ever sell the lot. Right. But I don't know that I'll have time on the grandkids. So think about putting mobiles on those lots and leasing the lots to the person with the mobile home. So you have zero cost landlording, no toilets, a tenant who has to take care of their own property that's parked on your on your lot. If you're on septic, you can include the septic with the mobile home so you don't own it either. Uh, the streets will be maintained by the county because I'm sure you'll dedicate them after you're, after you're done with your development. So your only cost on that lot rent is going to be property taxes on a piece of dirt. Um, that's a pretty good tenant. So, Potentially so. Yeah, we'll have to consider that. Yeah, and it goes on forever and ever and ever and ever. So think about it. I mean, it's that you, you understand the landlord gig when you don't have toilets and, and the tenants forced to stay because their property's there. Uh, that's pretty 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 safe, good cash flowing rental property. Yes, it is. So I think that kind of leads us into. Um, where I wanted to go, which I think you focus the most on now, if maybe I'm wrong though, but um, is mobile homes your primary focus right now for your vehicle Today. investing? Yeah, um, you really have to follow the market. You know, I'm a pretty good door knocker. I'm not Bill Cook, 
but I do a pretty good job of knocking on doors and buying houses from people. And I figure that I could go out six hours every Saturday for a year in my little neighborhood here where I don't want to get out of, and I could probably buy two good cash flowing rental houses a year. That constitutes working hard, and I really don't like working hard. <laughs> so right now, I'm not trying to buy more rental houses. If somebody dumps one in my lap, I'll take it. But in the meantime, I've been flipping mobile homes, and, and that's basically a great way to be in the note business uh, and make you know, 40 50% yield on your investment. I don't know too many other places where you can safely make 40 or 50%. I don't either. Well, why don't you tell us about one of your best um, mobile home deals? I mean, you kind of just did tell us an amazing one, but tell us another one. Tell us one. Okay. Let's tell you a typical one. How's this? That's great. Everybody take out your financial calculator so you understand how this works. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. We probably have some listeners that don't know what a financial calculator is because it's different than a basic, what I would call for a function calculator. So. Why don't you start by saying what a financial calculator is for our beginners? Okay, throwing the jargon flag at me. All right. <laughs> uh, the calculator I like to use is called an HP 10BII. And it, it, it's a regular specialized calculator that, that's sold by Hewlett Packard. You can buy them at Staples for under $40, or you get them free when you sign up for Bill or Buddy's class. There's also a $6 download that you can get for your iPhone or your, or your Android phone that's made by Kyle and Kenny. Uh, it's either K2 development or in a day, depending on what platform you're on. And you can do everything on your cell phone as well. That's, I don't know where my, I've got three or four real HP calculators and I couldn't put my hand on one of them today. But my cell phone gets drug out and used all the time. There are five buttons on the top of that calculator. The first is an N, which is the number of months. Next is I, which is the interest rate. Next is PV, that would be the present value. Next is PMT, which is your payment. And FV, which is future value. I'm not really all that crazy about odd calculations, so I leave mine always set for 12 payments a year. And it, it runs smoothly that way. So my most typical note on most, most typical mobile home transaction would be a home that I've fully invested about $10,000 in. And I would sell that home for a $3,000 down payment and a $22,000 note at 9% that's payable $350 a month for 85 months. If you plug all those into your calculator, that'll get, give you your number. So because I dislike flip shows on TV where they show no closing costs, <laughs> we assume that I have $1,000 in closing costs. So if I invested 10 and I net 2,000 from the down payment, my investment in that note that, that stream of income, $350 a month for 85 months, is only $8,000. So to do it on the other kind of calculator, if you take 350, multiply it times 12, and divide that by 8,000, 
you will find out that I get back 51% of my investment every year. So I get a 51% yield on my mobile home clip note. So I'm known as the mobile home guy, but the truth be told, I'm really in the note business. I, I flip mobiles to create highly discounted notes. Now that we've nerded everybody out and lost them. <laughs> no, I think you explained that very well, very well. So financial calculator is designed to calculate yield or lack of yield <laughs> on notes. I mean, that's really what it's all about is notes and the note business. And that's what real estate is. It's a numbers game, a math game, and you can really come out a winner if you understand how to do the math, right? Well, I spent over 20 years saying, oh, I don't need to know how to use that thing. I can do it all on, on the, the web. I can go and do all my loan calculations there. I don't need to know how to run a financial calculator. And then somebody said, no, no, you got to go take Bill's class. So I did. Bill and I are, are, he's a brother from another mother. We still can't figure out where the tree fork. He came out Hawaiian and I came out Irish. <laughs> but somehow we're related. Anyhow, um, and when I took the class, it was eye-opening. And, and I literally do financial calculator calculations average six times a day. Wow. Yeah. And, well, and go ahead. I was just going to say for people listening that don't know who Bill is, we're talking about Bill Tan, T-A-N, who is based out of San Diego, right? He lives in San Diego uh, still? Yeah. But He's still in San Diego, but he's the only club he's running now is LA Rio, which is the third Wednesday, no, second Wednesday in San Gabriel. San Gabriel, yeah. And so if, you if you're have, out of Southern California area and you ever come here, plan your trip to um, hit Bill Tan's real estate club in San Gabriel um, when he does that. And you can absolutely. Google Bill Tan and learn things about him too. <laughs> and next, next Wednesday, Dave Tilney is going to be his guest. It's going to be a really exciting meeting. Yeah, Dave Tilney, T-I-L-N-E-Y. He is a wealth of information on property management, which, as I was mentioning before we hit the record button, is really people management. I learned a lot from him from taking his class. If you've got rentals or want to have rentals or be a landlord, Dave Tilney is a um, wealth of knowledge to um, access for sure. So flipping mobiles. So do you have any idea how many mobile homes you've done this with or how many times you've, you've done this process and made these notes? Uh, you know, it's got to be getting close to 36 or 37. Wow. I do, about, I do about two a month. So you found a formula, you found a strategy, you found your area and you're just doing it over and over and over again. It's working. That's amazing. That's great. Yeah. Got your machine going. You, you know are a machine. <laughs> It's a cookie cutter. You know what a cookie cutter is, right? Yes. I don't use them all the time or I'd be much fatter than I am. But yes, I do know. <laughs> it's the thing that cuts out the dough. <laughs> Very cute. Very cute. Little pun That's there. Dick. I stole it fair and square. <laughs> I love it. Well, um, so you told us your typical deal. Uh, have you ever had one go not as expected or go wrong or any lessons that you've learned along the way that you could share that um, would help people when they're yeah. embarking on this path? 
if you if you choose to come take my class, you, you will find that I have a formula that involves the equivalent apartment rent minus space rent minus $100 to give us our maximum payment amount. And I've had a couple where I have overestimated the equivalent apartment rent and I have had trouble getting rid of them. They just, because my pricing had been too high and I, I wrote them for about six months before I started cutting down on that mortgage payment and stretching it out longer. Uh, but that was the solution is you just change the structure. Um, I'll probably end up selling that particular home probably two or three times because the loan's just running too long. And when you say sell it two or three times, that means somebody, um, your owner, because they're not a tenant, but your owner will just come to you and say, hey, I'm done, I got to leave or whatever. And then you just start over with a new owner, correct? Right. Statistically, people move every seven to eight years. So... I like my mobile home notes to be 10 years or less. This one's going to be longer because of I had to lower the, the term. Well, lower the price and extend the term. Got it. So because of that, it increases the odds of me having to sell it again. However, that's not a bad thing because my yield when I take one and resell it, uh, if the lender doesn't want to buy the back end of the note that's created, I usually make about 30% on my money. If they want to, to fund, you know, they want to put more money out at 9% and they write me a check, it works out to be more like three or 400% on my money. Wow. I don't mind taking them back. Sweet. Yeah. You have another exit strategy, another plan. Well, tell us more about, um, well, first of all, I'd love for you to talk about what you do, your weekly what if email um, I want to call it a newsletter, but it's not really news. It's like a weekly email puzzle. Is that a good word for it? It reminds me of like the crossword puzzles. So tell us about that, that we're giving out for our free download and what you do with that. Well, as, as we just discussed with you, you've taken a financial calculator class. You have an MBA, but you probably don't know where your financial calculator is and you don't use it at least once a week. I do know where it is, but I don't use it because I haven't found, I didn't think I had opportunities to use it in my fix and flip and just rentals clicking along business. But I think maybe you're going to tell me otherwise, huh? Yeah, I actually just wrote, I just wrote one, one of the questions. I, I tried to stay, stay a month ahead on my, on my newsletter so I don't get jammed up and screw up like I did a few weeks back and put out a hard question that can't be answered. <laughs> so it, it happens but uh anyway we just i just went through doing a jack fullerton rental house and then not not counting appreciation and depreciation just dealing with principal pay down and and cash flow trying to figure out what the yield was on the down payment investment and it came out to be 0.71 percent over the first 30 years, and then it bumped up to 7.5% going forward. Now, on top of that, you've got appreciation and depreciation, which we didn't put in the calculator. But that's a good example of a buy and hold calculation done on the financial calculator that you would get a question of in 
the weekly what if. So every week you get three questions. One's easy, one's medium, and one's hard. Uh, I've been told that one is doable, one's hard, and one's impossible. But I think the more you do the questions, the easier they will get. Uh, it's a free newsletter. I don't charge anybody for it. Um, and I also send out in the same email, you will get a, a notification of all of the good that education that's coming up that I endorse. Um, I will not promote somebody I haven't vetted. I haven't, I've, I've had their course. I've gone and done it. So, for example, a week from tomorrow, I will be landing in Atlanta because Bill Cook and Peter Fortunato are teaching a class they're calling What Box, which is two solid days from two people I really respect just talking about creative finance and deal structure. So, and that's, I've been promoting that one for the last probably eight weeks. Uh, I just got promoting Gary Johnston, who we were just talking about, who just had his class in Santa Ana, which is, you know, he only only teaches twice a year. Uh, Atlanta in the spring, is it Memorial Day that's the May holiday? And then the one we just had is Labor Day, and he's in Santa Ana for Labor Day because he teaches a three-day course, and those are his two days to teach. But so I promote good education. I, I'll the newsletter just went out, had a, a blurb in about David Tilney's upcoming class, which is the end of the month here in, in Santa Ana. Um, and of course, it talks about Buddy Broom's class, which is in October in Long Beach, and my class is the day afterwards. So uh, it's fun. I, I was inspired to do the newsletter because it was frustrating running into people who came to take my mobile home flipping class said they had had a calculator class and knew how to run the calculator, but had not had it out of their desk drawer since the week after they took their class. And I would waste half a day bringing people up to speed on their financial calculator. It's a real treat now that I have probably eight or 10 regular repliers who send me an email with what they think the answers are on, on Monday or Tuesday I think I got the answers and I have a chance to go through and correct them and, and send them back and let them take another shot at it before they get the answers on the next weekend and they can figure out how I solve the problem. So it's just fun. It's, it's inspiring to do them. Um, I figure if I can do it solid for two years, I'll, I'll have enough material. I can write a book. It, well, so maybe I think I will so. Displace Jimmy's <laughs> investment. Book. <laughs> Well, cool. So my listeners, we are giving you one of the samples of Andy's The Weekly What If. So for you to get the sample and then sign up for it too, you can sign up for it at millionairemakersnextgen.com. So you can go sign up there right away and we'll give you the first one and you can check your I'm not going to call it math skills, but your finance skills. It's, a, it's like advanced math. But hey, you don't need to know um, calculus or anything complicated. This is, I would call this 
high school level math, but if my 10 year old boy could take a calculator class and learn how to do this, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you can figure it out. It's not that hard, right, Andy? <laughs> okay, so if you want to get this. Five oh, buttons. Yes, it's not that hard. Way easier oh, than calculus. It's only five buttons. Yeah. All right. Okay, so, so to get that you know, download. You know four buttons, you can call yeah, yeah, it's a, it's basic algebra. We'll call it go that. Ahead. So to get the download, guys, go to hardhatholly.com forward slash 106 because uh, we're episode 106 this time. So hardhatholly.com forward slash 106. Or if you prefer to text, I can shoot you a link back through our texting app. You're just going to text to the number 38470 hard hat with no spaces in between it. So you go to text 38470 and just text the word hard hat and we'll text you back a link to this download as well as our others and we'll notify you every week when we publish a new episode. So you'll get a once a week text if you sign up that way. Um, so Andy, I mentioned your website before but um, let's say it again. If people want to learn from you how to flip mobile homes and learn about math and from your decades of experience. Um, oh my gosh, we're coming up on 50 years for you pretty old. soon of experience. <laughs> That's awesome. How do people reach you the best? Well, I'm like Jimmy, call me on the phone. I'm old school. I mean, okay. my phone number is seven. Okay. Seven, six, zero. Three four three two four zero four. I have a simple rule about phone. It's called call me anytime. If I'm asleep, I won't know you called until the next morning. If I'm awake and I want to talk to you, I'll answer the phone. If I don't want to talk to you, I'll call you back later. Love so, it. Couldn't uh, get easier than that. So yeah. I think it's so great that you're so willing to share and pay it forward and just help people find that financial freedom that we all want. <laughs> so tell us um, what take is just a second talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Take time with that and then give us your final parting words of advice too. Okay. Well, let me take just a second. Talk about millionaire makers, the next generation. Yeah, talk about A that. bunch of us got together a couple, three years ago, and uh, after seeing Jimmy Napier at uh, Gary's Masters of Real Estate about five years back in Las Vegas, it dawned on us how many of the good, solid old educators were just getting old to the point of being inefficient, and they'd lost their edge, and we were going to lose more of them. We, we've lost... Jack Miller, we've lost Lonnie Scruggs, we've lost uh, Warren Harding, so many of the good educators. Since that time, Jimmy Napier is no longer teaching, he's homebound. Mm. So we got together and decided to start Millionaire Makers the Next Generation. And our organization exists to train the next generation of non guru investment educators. You're not going to get up sold a $50,000 mentoring package. There's no table in the back of the room. We do s seminars. They always run so you can have the seminar, the hotel room, and probably fly to town and not spend $1,000. And 
and that's for a, a weekend course. It'll be maybe three or two or three days. So that's why Millionaire Makers the Next Generation exists. I'd love to have you get join up for the weekly what if, and you'll know what's coming. Um, I'm excited about the next few years. My goal over the next five, I want 20 single space mobile home parks. Uh, and hopefully I will accomplish that in the next five years. So that's what I'm working on these days. And, and please get involved in your local RIA. That's where there's a wealth of information for a very low price. Well said, excellent advice. Well, thanks so much for sharing so much of your knowledge and experience and just opening people's mind to another possible way to invest and to introduce the words financial calculator to people who may not have heard that. So that's great. So get on Andy's weekly email and you'll get a new set of questions every week along with the answers to the prior week so you can test your skills test your knowledge and learn um, how to do the problems the right way and get the right answers and unlock the secrets and the keys to your future wealth because it's all math that's what this game is Well, with that, Andy, thank you so much for your time. And I'll let you get out there and knock on some doors, which I know you're going to do today. No, we know you're not. But um, have a nice, relaxing day, whatever you're going to do. And thanks so much for sharing your time with us. Happy to do it. You have a great day. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Okay. Get out there and take some action, guys, and learn the financial calculator. Thanks for listening today. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review our show. And let us know in your review what you'd like to hear more of. For the show notes and free downloads for this episode and all others, go to hardhatholly.com.